This is On the Way Out. I'm Brandy Truesdale. And I'm Sarah Hester. And today we're going to talk about The Glorious Rolls of Women, Part 2. Part 2. So, we are here to equip women to boldly live lives that glorify the Lord by sharing biblical truth as it relates to the world today. Okay, we're so sorry. We did not intend for this to be two-parter, but we can't post a two-hour episode. Yeah. So. I don't I don't know that we're there quite yet. No. So. <laughs> I think we're allowed to, but it just feels right to, to go right. two parts. Yes. Well, yeah, I think we got rolling. And then, yeah. And then yeah. We, we were got like, really passionate about <laughs> one part. Okay, so part two. Sarah, you take it off where we left off. All right. So I think leaving off, um, just to recap what we were talking about, we were talking about the glorious roles of women. We started off with talking about um, subdue, and then we talked about filling the earth. Uh, and this all is coming from Genesis 1, 27 through 28, um, where the Lord gives those commands. Yep. Um, he gives Adam and Eve jobs to do to subdue the planet that he has put them on um, and then to fill the earth so just a quick recap um (laughs) yeah (laughs) so we'll just kind of go on and jump into the topic um so today we're going to talk about help and glorify and so starting off with help so we i was just kind of saying at the end of last episode i think that this is really where uh, women in particular start to bow up at the idea of helping. You're going to hear Emma just... She's just she's really just, enjoying her <laughs> She's lunch. hanging out. Yeah. Hanging out with us. Um, yeah. So for this idea, we are going to look at 1 Corinthians 11, verse 9. I also want to say... Mm-hmm to what we were talking about last time so you know i'm thinking about the people like we were talking about how there was just there was not a lot of information when we were even when we were growing up so i can't even imagine like the women who are older um you know who maybe are in their like 40s 50s 60s Mm. who were on birth control or you know other types of stuff and i and i know at that point especially doctors like the role of a doctor was so different and Mm -hmm. it was kind of like just an authority Mm. figure and (laughs) you really didn't question authority and Mm -hmm. you trusted that the doctor knew what was good for you knew what was good for your body yeah would not give you something that had side effects that you know i I don't know i think it was just it was a different relationship than even now where we are starting to say wait this drug has what side effects you know what you said just makes so much sense for like how different generations Mm -hmm. responded to 2020 yeah right yeah and i think you know we give doctors a god complex yeah and now that we we do have so much information and we do have so much accessibility to information i think that we especially are um, responsible and we're going to have to answer for the choices that we made yeah. um, and that we make for our children yeah. because yes. we do have so much access to yes. so much information. Yes. So, you know, 
I, I just want to throw that I've out there. That. So if you now know something that would have changed your mind years ago, yeah, I think you can you repent and you can say, Lord, I didn't know. Yeah. Um, or like in me, for my case, I had to repent and say, Lord, I did know, and I still made the choices that mm. I did. Um, it's not that you can never make a different choice than you made. Yeah. You know, if if you need to make something right, then go to the Lord and talk to Him about that. Um, you know, I don't want to say if you have information now that you didn't then when you were making the decisions that you were making yeah that you're just like just guilty and there's nothing you can do about it right um <clears throat> so yeah i just want to mention that so we're looking at first corinthians 11 verse 9 and i'm not even in the right spot okay uh verse 9 actually i'm going to go back to verse Eight. Yeah. For man was not made from woman, but woman from man. Neither was man created for woman, but woman for man. So, I, I think oh. a, a lot of people. That's the head covering that's verse. That's the head covering verse. Yeah, there's another topic. We'll have to have somebody on for that. Um, there's another situation in which. Again, women are bowing up at the idea that man was not made to help a woman, but a woman is made to help a man. Oh, my gosh. I saw this video the other day, and it was like those classic videos you see where people go to like a college campus and they ask the kids this question yes. or whatever, and kids are so dumb. It's, un- it's sad. For, They're for like as quote-unquote educated as we are. They're like there's robots. not a lot of they like regurgitate the same exact answer that the last person did but anyway this guy said um he said do men w- need women mm-hmm. and she said yes mm-hmm. and then he said do women need men and she said no yeah i and saw that same video he was like why yeah and she was like well men are dumb and they need women yeah but because women are smarter than them yeah. and he was like well then why don't women need men and she's like well, we're just more independent now and mm-hmm. we can do everything ourselves now mm-hmm. and in reality she's not really wrong like mm-hmm. a woman could give birth by herself now yeah due to science mm. and she can have a job if she wants to like technically if you're living like the world women yeah. really don't need men yeah but they do need men but right and then he was like what about your dad mm-hmm. you're and like she couldn't really respond to that yeah like I don't remember. Well, what and, you, and who statistically does more dangerous jobs? Right, like road work. But and women truly towers. Women and, today truly want to believe yeah. that they do not need men. Right. Well, and look at here's here's another reason. Again, my dad taught me all this stuff growing up, and I thought he was crazy, but he wasn't. He was yeah. right. But he said, like, he hated TV shows that made men out to be stupid, and he was mm. right. Look at the number of shows that treat men like they are idiots yes and that the That's wives why, know and that everything. the wives exactly yeah. look at everybody loves raymond yeah <laughs> like he's an I'm thinking idiot. About family guy family guy look yeah. at um i'm trying to think of uh i don't like peppa pig because the dad on that show is an idiot yeah like it annoys wow. the sn- and the kid knows better than the dad on that show wow I've never watched that show because their mean, accents if you, nuts. Yeah, if you watch it, I'm not saying you're in sin or anything, but, but it's just a it's just a pet peeve of mine. That's interesting. Shows and movies that make fathers out to be look at Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Look at, I mean, there are so many. There are. 
There really are. Or like Reba. That they make the woman as much as I love Reba. The Reba. woman the head of the household. Yeah. Yeah. Like you we're a generation who grew up on those shows. Yeah. And um you know. And we think men are stupid. Because we've been programmed to think men but are stupid. The, the reality is is that men aren't stupid, but they don't right. think the way that we think. And right. that's it's what a different drives thing. young women crazy mm-hmm. is that I their male counterparts don't think like them and mm-hmm. that makes them angry right like that they that the men just can't read their brains right there's a reason yeah. that women can multitask and can have all these things running in their mind yeah because they're managers of their homes <laughs> men are not that way yeah. and it's not that they're stupid no it's that they think a different way and for us to look at men and compare them to ourselves and say well we are obviously smarter yeah no that's listen that's flawed my husband just remodeled our kitchen i mean he's almost completely done with it Mm -hmm. we're like 80 percent, maybe more maybe 85 yeah he did it by himself Mm -hmm. he had a couple friends help him out but like he designed this like Mm -hmm. he he planned i did not help him with this yeah and there were so many times that i was like i really miss you but i don't i don't want to do this like i'm so glad that you're doing this and it's not me right there are so many days that like when he takes all the trash out like he takes the trash to the dump and i think every time i think i'm so glad i don't have to do this (laughs) yeah but this is your job right like there are just you could spin this around (laughs) you should be thankful like i don't know but Mm -hmm. women they're like i can do it all by myself i'm like why would you want to Mm -hmm. is what i want to know why are you why do you want to torture yourself yeah don't you have enough to do well because we don't want to die to ourselves yeah i mean i think that's the other bit (laughs) um yeah but (laughs) yeah i'm just trying to think of how far how far into this to go um eve was not created first nope adam was actually i think god intended on her but but he literally was like uh he looked at adam and saw that it he needed something else Mm -hmm. and like gave him eve like she wasn't like an original plan i guess like it was she was created for adam yeah (laughs) i think too a lot of times when we think help we think inferior yeah which is again just totally flawed we don't that's that's not what God means yeah. when he says help. Um, yeah. So, we are different but equal. Yeah. Um, and women, so obviously, you know, I have to say this because I'm sure somebody's going to ask, but <laughs> this should be obvious. But women are not less than men. Right. They are co-equals. Or different right we're we're different and we have different roles yeah not lesser than but equal Mm -hmm. and so when a woman submits to a man and not just all men all women are not called to submit to all men yeah there is one woman who is called to submit to one man her husband yeah so it's not a it's not a blanket women submit to men it's one woman submits to one man yeah um yeah, so it's not a lesser than submitting to a greater than. It is two equals submitting, one equal submitting to another equal. Mm-hmm. And uh, Becca Merkel has a quote 
on this that I wrote down because I was like, that's so good. Um, she, But she talks about, okay, she says, submission is not groveling abject uh, submission. It's a free woman who thinks of herself as an equal, uh, but in submission. So in the same way that for a time, Christ submits to God the Father, not for, he doesn't submit forever mm-hmm. to God the Father. He submits for a time on earth. Um, they are equals. Yeah. Because if you believe women are lesser than, then you are also saying that Christ is lesser than so God, here's the which confusion. is heresy. Here's the confusion is that <clears throat> we see, we started saying that we need equality and that meant to everyone that we needed to be the same. Mm-hmm. When in reality we are equal, we're just not the same. Yeah. So, yeah. So that was the confusion that the world yeah. took from equality. Yeah. And it's also not a matter of ability. Like, I've heard a lot of yeah. people say, well, you know, this woman is such a gifted teacher. She really should be teaching yeah. in the church. And it's like, no. no. It's not. <laughs> the question is not ability or gifting. Yeah. Like, according to... So, Paul, really quickly... Paul roots this in creation. Mm. It's not... Culture doesn't matter. Time doesn't matter. Paul roots this in creation, in the creation order, that God created Adam and then Eve. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and we really can't break away from that. So, um, there was a really good... Let me see... There's a really good um, quote that Rebecca Merkel used in her book, and so I'm going to use that, and then we get there. Okay, so this is G.K. Chesterton. If I set the sun beside the moon, and if I set the land beside the sea, and if I set the flower beside the fruit, and if I set the town beside the country, and if I set the man beside the woman, I suppose some fool would talk about one being better. <laughs> um, we can observe that we are different, right? It's, I mean, again, yeah. biologically, you can observe with your <clears throat> eyes there's a difference between men and women. Yeah. Does not mean one is better than the other. Um, and again, you know, we are we are called to help. There's a reason that we that women take on their husbands' names mm. is because you are joining his mission. Yeah, he's not joining your mission. Right. And I know that's controversial. Um, but you have we have to be able to say that unapologetically. Yeah. Um, he's he's not coming alongside you to make your mission happen. You are joining his. And that's because Adam was created first in the goodness and wisdom of God. Yep. And Eve was brought to him to be a help. So there's There's, that. There's that. There you go. There you go. I don't know. I have no objections to this. Yeah. I know. (laughs) It's just like, I keep looking at you and you're like, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I agree with all of this. Yeah. I know um, people who don't. Now, I will say, I think that there are Christian women who would agree with all of this on the surface and still In, so emotionally yeah. control their husbands and oh. so emotionally control the temperature of their homes. 
that they actually are not submissive. So it almost, it seems like your husband wants these things, but in reality, mm-hmm. he just wants you to stop being so angry. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like, honestly, I've been that wife before. I think we all, yeah, I, think I think we've we all, all been that wife, yeah, but like, right. and it was, and it, I mean, this is on the men too, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is, if there's any men listening to this, this is, it's also your job to put your foot down. Ooh, ooh, I have a quote and it, Let's hear it. So Doug Wilson says, if a man will not stand up to his wife, yeah. he will not stand up for her. Yes. That's true. And have I seen this? Yeah, I was going to say, I have, that, seen I have this. literally seen that. If you will not stand up to your wife, you will not stand up for her. Yeah. And I think that's true. I think that, listen, so in when the fall happens, uh, it says... Okay, let me just get there real quick. So, I'm just going to butcher it if I try to say it from memory. Okay, to the woman, he said, I will surely multiply your pain and childbearing. Your desire shall be for your husband, um, and he shall rule over you. (laughs) So, a lot of people are like, oh, this is romantic. Like, her desire is going to be for him, Mm. and he's going to reject her. No. What this means is your desire is going to be to rule over him, to be against him. Yeah. And he's going to rule over you. Mm. I think we can all be honest and say there is a desire within women to, like, they're they're at war. Does that make sense? Like, the two genders have been fighting since the beginning. And I also think if, if it was so important for the snake to come in between the man and woman it points to the importance of that union Mm. like the very order that god creates in the beginning is under attack from the beginning Mm. i think it it points to the importance of that union and the importance of getting things in the right order yeah now on the yeah so we've talked about the the negatives that can happen let's talk about the positives like women are important to their husbands Mm -hmm. they are important for their families women we've talked about this before women are managers of their households so it's you know i'm not saying that you have to be silent and a doormat and um never disagree with him no that's obviously not true um you know i can play a key role to my husband's mission yeah women's opinions are very valid <clears throat> and valuable yeah and without me <clears throat> let's be honest without me my husband's mission is not happening mm-hmm. <laughs> right because mm-hmm. he can't multiply and fill the earth mm-hmm. he needs me so i'm going to read another quote because i think it's so good talking about the importance of women if there is a household the wife and mother of that household is the one who should be running it if you think about it a household grows up around a woman without her there would be no household in the first place and if that is the position you find yourself in then paul is telling you what to do about it take care of it manage it if you have a household then you have been handed your talents by the master and he expects you to turn a profit on it you're not allowed to take the talent he has given you buried in the ground and go off to try and earn a profit in some other way that you find more interesting Hmm. so 
God has given you your job. Here's your job. Nail it. That's what she said. So talking about, she kind of was talking about the parable of the talents that God gives yeah. you. Um, and you are expected to steward it well. And yeah. Not only just to hold it, but also to grow it. Yeah. So in the same way, you know, my husband, there's been many times my husband has come to me and asked my opinion. Yeah. On different situations. For sure. And I, I know that I am invaluable to him and i give a different perspective yeah to him yeah so it's you know it's never i have to sit in a corner and be quiet and take care of children you know what i mean yeah. I, like, I think that we i think everything that we've grown up with and been taught teaches us that that's what traditional gender roles are yeah um and i'm saying that's not that's not even biblical my husband literally tells me every day <clears throat> that he like he every day he's like thank you for everything that you do for our family thank mm-hmm. you for everything you do in our home yeah. and like we have this thing that we say to each other where i always say i need you and he says i have to have you and i'll say you have me and like we've been saying that since we got married oh, that's sweet that's really sweet randy <laughs> the song i walked down the aisle to is you have me Aww. um and i don't know i was just thinking about that like that we yeah. need each other yeah like <laughs> He well, needs and, me as much as I need him. And I'm going to be honest. I, as a woman, it's it's so ironic to me that as, a, as women, we have, in the name of equality, we have so cheapened ourselves <laughs> yeah. and lessened ourselves. And instead of, yeah. instead of um, submitting to a husband that God has given us for protection. Yeah we throw that off and we submit ourselves and put ourselves in danger yeah. and in hands of men who do not seek to protect us. Yeah, because they're not our husbands. Right. We they seek undervalued to use and abuse us. what we already had. Yes. <laughs> in the sake of, for the sake of equality. Yes. You threw away something that was really good that right, you that, literally right. already had. God gives you protection. Like, the reality is, again, the reality is I am weaker and smaller than most men. men. Yeah. And I need my husband's yeah. strength. The hormones in our to food have affected me. that. But. Well, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but there's another topic for another day. But uh, <laughs> it used to be that women were much smaller than men. Yeah. Yeah. And um, Sarah and I both have large husbands, though. So we're yeah. fortunate. So we that. good. Yeah. We are protected. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and um, yeah, so I don't really know where I was going yeah. at the end of that, but... Um, <clears throat> I was thinking something while you were talking, and now I've, I've forgotten it. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Anyway, but yeah, so we are... The order of things oh. is we are under our we are under our heads for protection, and we think that equality is... <laughs> yeah. No, it's okay if I don't, as long as this man can't, quote unquote, abuse me for the rest of my life because he made a covenant to me, I'm going to throw myself <laughs> at all these other men who would use me. And it's okay because it's my choice. Yeah, because they're paying me <laughs> I'm money. A, yeah, it's I'm a, like a prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> they take me out on a date. So. Oh, gracious. Right, I mean. I've never <laughs> thought about it like that. Yeah, it is. I, I was, like um, prostitution. thinking about this, though. I guess this is like another disclaimer. It's not, but I guess a message to the men. Like, 
so when we talked in our last episode or not our last episode the episode before last we made a comment it was our judgment episode and we made a comment about submitting to your husbands or not a comment we had a whole uh segment on being submissive wives yeah um being obedient and things like that and i had someone reach out to me and they were like i really would love you to like talk about that that's a very hard thing to understand or wrap your head around especially children of the 90s mm-hmm. um and living in 2023 where feminism is just like what you do yeah um <laughs> she's sorry she's like where am i what's happening there she is <laughs> look at that hair, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that hair. um and I was saying that it's important that we remember that this verse is, um, it's two parts here, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, there's a whole verse. We, me and you, we just talked about the whole submitting to your husband's part, mm-hmm. but there's a whole part to the verse that talks about husbands loving their wives like Christ loved the church. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess this is just like to speak to the men. This might be hard for you to hear, like this whole conversation that we're having if you don't have a husband that wants to take care of you mm. or if sure. you have a husband that doesn't love you well yeah um then there again what are your expectations though um and i thought about it and i actually said this to ethan sarah after we like turn off the mics that like it comes easy for me to obey my husband because he loves me very very well yeah because he's very gentle and kind and patient and he takes care of like i've never had to question whether he was taking care of us or if i was going to be able to feed my children and like he just Mm -hmm. he takes care of me very well but i could imagine how quarrelsome i might be if he didn't Mm -hmm. um but it also makes me wonder too if it's going the other side for him is it easy for him to take care of me because I'm a submissive? Mm, yeah. Like, what if I wasn't? Would yeah. he be also rebellious mm. in wanting to help me if I was always rebelling against him? I don't know. These are just thoughts. <laughs> yeah, so I will say... Um, like, when Ethan and I first got married, we were in a situation and... <laughs> It was definitely trial by fire because I was not agreeing with what he thought and what he wanted and what he felt like God was calling us to. Okay. And it was very much a, are you going to put feet on what you say you believe and actually submit in this situation? Um, Or are you going (laughs) to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or because I felt like he wasn't loving me well. I'm, am I going to let myself off the hook? And I learned in that situation, no, I, one day at the judgment, yeah. he's going to answer for how he led me, yeah. and I'm going to answer for how oh, submitted to him. I submitted to him. Mm-hmm. And my submission, now, I will say, there is a there is an end to every earthly authority, yeah. and it ends when sin happens. Yeah. And what I mean is, when there is a abuse of power, yeah. or you step outside of what God has there called you, go. you to yeah some that authority ends mm-hmm. um but in this situation where he felt like god was calling us to one thing and i felt like god was calling us to another thing you had to it was for aside. me to submit and yeah. it was for me to say 
whether I agree or not, I'm going to have to answer to the That's Lord. That's a good word. I wish we were friends a couple of years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I also wanted to read, um, there is a verse that talks about this specifically, that wives can win their unbelieving husbands over. Um, okay. So it says, it's First Peter 3. Uh, likewise, 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 wives, be subject to your own husbands, so that even if some do not obey the word, they may be won without a word by the conduct of their wives when they see your respectful and pure conduct. So there is a sense that if you are a wife who has an unbelieving husband or who has a husband that is in rebellion to the Lord right now, your conduct can be a testimony to him of your commitment to the lord um if you there whether or not your husband is respectable your husband you need to respect the office whether or not he is respectable does that make sense yes whether or not your husband is respectable he still holds the office of husband yeah and so, okay. if you cannot submit to him, yeah. if you cannot respect him, you need to respect and submit to the office. Wow. Does that make sense? <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> but that's uh, intense. Yeah. And, again, you know, there there are allowances for things like divorce. There are allowances for things Ab- like not submitting. Abuse. Yeah, when your husband call or when your husband wants you to disobey God, you yeah. have to then you know say. What about when no. your husband disobeys God? Like, what if they abuse you or cheat on you? Does that break? Yeah, that, then that's that, where that earthly for, authority is, ends. Is, yeah, because and, of sin. Yeah, and you need to. Okay. You need to go to your pastor. You need to go to your yeah. those in authority over you at your church and say, "Hey, yeah. I need help," because then they can come alongside your husband and call him to repentance and and help you that's so in that situation yeah your protection and your covering becomes okay. your elders or your pastor at your church cool i mean that's kind of then i basically told that person yeah that yeah so um she's got a good husband though yeah yeah she and just. and part of it is just i think that we as women think that we have these instincts that never steer us wrong and that we just know better yeah. because we oh my are gosh. women. Yes. <laughs> and inherently, Especially again. when it comes to your children. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're always like, you have the motherly instinct, oh, which yeah. is like true. But like, yeah. if your husband says like, no, we're doing this instead, like, sit down. Then girl. <laughs> sit down. Sorry. It's it's hard. It is hard. I mean, I've been there where I'm like, yes. standing at my husband like, you're like staring at like, do i have do i have to submit to what you just asked me to do yeah because like i can't yeah. it like my my skin is crawling mm-hmm. like i don't know I, you sure. guys are probably thinking much more dramatic things but just like <laughs> yeah. yeah i don't know like my kid's playing with a certain child and i'm like i don't want to <laughs> and my husband be like well they need to and i'm like no please please don't make me please please <laughs> like 
that's funny there's just things yeah, yeah. or so yeah or the last year i wanted mm-hmm. to pull my my both of my kids played baseball mm-hmm. and i wanted to pull the youngest out so bad because he was just terrible <laughs> he hated it and yeah. he was ruining it for every other kid mm-hmm. and jake would not let him because he was like this is a commitment lesson mm. yeah and it was like punishment to me to yeah. keep making my child do this sure hey, this is so hard and but i yeah i had to like submit to that because i was like like, okay well yeah whatever yeah (laughs) not whatever and and you disagreeing (laughs) is not licensed for you to go and tell your children also that you disagree you that's a yeah you that's a big and there's a boundary that you need to you don't go to your children and say well I don't really want to, but your dad wants me to. Ooh. That's a Ooh. line you don't cross either. Oh my gosh. And men are women capable of that. It's because we tend toward manipulation. Yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Shoot. So we can yeah. talk more about that one day. Or but just yeah, or even saying things like, This is what your dad wants to do, so this is what we're gonna do it. Like we mm-hmm. probably shouldn't phrase things like that either. We should yeah. probably just say like this is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, yeah there's some there there are some things that i know that ethan has an opinion about that i just don't have an opinion about and yeah. so sometimes i'll just defect to him and say yeah. i'm not sure about that go your ask your dad would, yeah. yeah yeah so I, and I think that's fine um but yeah like we were saying you know if you if your husband has a, a vision and a mission for your family <clears throat> yeah then you need to do everything in your power to make that happen man yeah so you know i'm sorry i'm just trying to decide if i uh <laughs> just like want to give different examples but maybe i won't yeah um yeah that's all i'm going to say about it and i think you can you know you know the situations it applies to in your life better than like i'm not thinking of any one person or any given situation but mm. um yeah you know how that looks for you and yeah well i was just thinking like i i think i do know what my husband's mission is but i think there was a time where i didn't know mm-hmm. and maybe the thing to do would have been to ask mm-hmm. <laughs> instead yes. of trying to create my own mission yeah which is what i was doing or people will be like well my husband just doesn't have an opinion well maybe that's true yeah but, but he should. have you asked yeah and and here's the other thing, you know, I, I know, I know that not every marriage is ideal. Yeah. I know, I know that. Yeah. But what if you were to treat your husband with respect, even if he doesn't deserve it, because yeah. that's what God's told you to do. Like, how he much can you, yeah, how much can <laughs> you empower your own husband to step up to the plate if you will just stop? Dude and submit to him and say we're following your lead i said this to someone before too who like um was complaining about how like they had opinions on this because they were like their husband didn't he wasn't doing things Mm -hmm. what am i trying to say like wasn't leading their family in a certain way and i was like did you ask him to yeah and they were like no and i'm like well like listen because women are like like you've said in the in this episode like manipulative emotional mm-hmm. like emotionally manipulative mm-hmm. like your husband sometimes will take a back seat 
you'll step out of your way right because that energy is a lot for him men and women are not the same like my husband cannot match my erratic behavior sometimes like sure i mean i'll you know women are hormonal like we're emotional like things affect us like Mm -hmm. in much bigger ways than they would affect a man right just because that's the way that we are and i know that there have been many times where i've seen my husband like physically take a seat Mm. um because i'm whatever i'm handling the whatever yeah and that that might be the case like ask him say will you lead us in this way yeah like and then actually submit and then submit when he does yeah and even if you even if you don't feel it you're still called to have a self-control over your emotions yes <laughs> yeah. so don't make everyone in your home yes. a slave to your emotions because yeah. you can't control your emotions which is i mean i, I like I, I just admitted that i'm a very emotional yeah. person like yeah. well, i'm a redhead well we all I, like <laughs> we are emotional creatures yeah. i mean god gave us emotions yes. and they're good but not when they're out and of control think, and again we live in a different time and mm-hmm. i think that we all have tendencies to be lazy because things are so easily handed to us mm-hmm. um and then all of the technology that we have like we all have tendencies to be lazy and i'm not saying that my husband or other husbands are lazy but like yeah. sometimes you're you're handling this so aggressively yeah like you have you got these kids like you're emotional you got your things they will step aside well look at adam adam literally stood there yeah and was passive right so there's definitely something to be said for the sin of adam as well right and and i do think when you have a woman who is taking control it is i mean a a man is uh tempted to step back so i'm gonna bring it back in so what we started here at mm-hmm. is help like maybe submitting to your husband is going to him and literally asking him how can i help you mm-hmm. what is your mission mm-hmm. what is my role on this mission for you what can i do to help yeah and i think too um this is actually something that uh, summer jaeger on theologians talks mm-hmm. about she talks about how if you don't know what to do maybe you should ask your husband what he would like you to do yes yeah like that's kind of like what i'm saying yeah like, so you know yeah. maybe he has maybe you want your home to be spotless because you think that this yeah. is what he expects he never does he actually doesn't care he would rather you invest time in the children actually this versus, is a daily conversation in our, yeah. our marriage where like mm-hmm. i'm like everything's a mess and he's like no one cares and i'm like <laughs> i do which again is kind of this is kind of one of those this is one of those where it's like it kind of falls on me Mm -hmm. like i have there are expectations of me yeah and i know some women are gonna hate that i like say these things out loud like and i wouldn't say that my husband has ever just like straight up said these is what i expect of you when you get home he's never (laughs) said those things but like it is expected like i do the laundry i do the dishes i cook and i clean Mm -hmm. like that's what i do Mm-hmm. When I'm sick, Jake will pick up some slack. Sometimes yeah. he'll help me, but really, he doesn't have time for that. I right. don't expect him to. Well, and two, I think, like, people say, well, you know, you just came home, and I've been working all day. Well, he's been working he's all day, He's been working all too. day, too. 
Yeah. It's not like he's just not doing anything. Well, he comes home and he does work. Maybe he doesn't clean, but he's doing other work, right, like helping other, our children. Yeah, or taking dominion over your yard by cutting it. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> or whatever. Or yeah. my husband's a deacon now, like, going to church. Right. Like, there are other things he's got going on, just like me. And yeah. what I was going to say is that there are certain things that he does not expect me to do mm-hmm. that I put on my own plate. Yeah. And it's not his fault when I get stressed out over those extra things right. i've put on my own plate what are you feeling yeah i don't know so well <laughs> yeah help your husband help yeah <laughs> again there's a reason that we take our husband's last names and yeah. i think it was elizabeth elliott who talked about how just like when we become christians we take on the name of christ mm. when we marry we mm-hmm. take on the name of our husbands there is a direct parallel yeah we join his mission of marriage he and join ours. christ in the church mm-hmm. yeah and it's almost as if these things were on purpose mm-hmm. hmm. <laughs> it's it's funny how often we don't compare yeah our marriages to that right to like christ in the church mm-hmm. and how much we should mm-hmm. i mean be paul, comparing yeah, paul those two things compares these things a lot yep so yeah anyway all right so the last one last thing that we're going to talk about is glorifying um excuse me so we have well excuse me we have the creation account and um something else that rebecca merkel talks about is how it's funny that we yeah it's funny that (laughs) we get to the crown of creation which is adam Mm. and god has made all of these glorious things he just has made man in his image the crown of creation is what it, it talks about. Mm. Um, and then he gets to the woman who is the crown of the crown, the glory of the glory. Mm. And we think that he has just made her to like do nothing really interesting. Right. <laughs> you know, we her, her role is going to be to vacuum and sweep. Literally. And... <laughs> the literal earth couldn't be filled without us yeah right <laughs> yes so race would not exist y- yes <laughs> um yeah so he he talks about this how we are the glory of the glory the glory of god is man in his image mm. and the glory of that man is woman mm. so we are a more concentrated version mm. of the glory of god so in her book i really like this illustration she was talking about how so if for example if men are beer women are whiskey we are a more concentrated version Mm. (laughs) i thought that was a good illustration just to um bring a picture to what we're talking about so so i want to look at proverbs 14 1 i think that's one that you and i both Mm. talked about and when we were preparing for this episode um let me get there real quick i kind of love that you can hear us flipping through the bible yeah. as we i know this i just this. started doing this this episode where i'm going to where you're going to, yeah to read along okay Fourteen one. the wisest of women builds her house but folly with her own hands tears it down (laughs) how many 
How many houses have women torn down with their own hands? How many families have been devastated because women tore them down with their own hands? Because they were selfish. (laughs) (laughs) So the point is, don't be that woman. Yeah. Don't be the woman folly. Be the wisest of women who is building her house. And that doesn't mean just giving birth. That means... That means nourishing souls. Like we talked about in our last episode, these are eternal souls that we have in our care. Mm. And instead of... My gracious. Instead of looking at, you know, making your 500th peanut butter and jelly sandwich and saying, I wish I was doing something really important like filing paperwork yeah like gosh why why is making, that the alternative <laughs> making someone else's family happen yeah you, you know looking and saying i am doing a very small act of obedience which is caring for eternal souls i am changing diapers i am m- making lunch again for the one millionth time I am disciplining, I'm raising my children in the fear and admonition of the Lord. And these are small, very small steps toward building our houses and mm-hmm. building our homes, Lord willing, for generations. Because mm-hmm. again, I think you look at look at two people who love the Lord, who seek His glory, who seek to raise their children uh, to trust the Lord look at how that affects generations like i think um rebecca merkel in her documentary talks about you know people ask me like what era i would like to be born in and she said this one right now because we're standing in the rubble of a nation that was torn down by women with their own hands Mm. and women can be the ones who build it back And it gives me goosebumps because I think that's true. (laughs) Lord willing, I think that there is a tide that's turning. And I think it's going to start with women. So I think that we are going to be the ones who build it back. Um, Let me read this quote. I think she closes out her book with this one. Um, So she's reading out of Isaiah 58, but she says, Let's faithfully lay ourselves down, trust in God's kindness, and truly believe that he will make us like watered gardens, like springs of water that never run dry. Let's believe him when he says that this is how we build the waste places, even the wasteland that is our broken country. Let's pray that it will be said of us, these were the women who raised up the foundations of many generations, who repaired the breach, who restored the paths to dwell in. Mm. so our job to glorify the glory of god Um, we can be a blessing to our homes and to our families or we can be a curse yeah i mean i think where this starts i've just been thinking this for the like the last five minutes is that because i was not always um happy about my job (laughs) um like i mean it wasn't i mean i've only been a mom for six and six or so six and a half years or whatever and there have been many seasons where i wanted more 
there were seasons where I pursued more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I keep, and I always, like, I've had multiple jobs, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with a woman working. I don't think no. that. Um, but I was never fulfilled. Mm. I saw all these jobs, and I wasn't fulfilled, and I always found myself wanting to go back home, wanting to be with my children. And I couldn't figure out why, because I wasn't very happy at home. And everything shifted when I started praying for a different perspective. Mm-hmm. When I started asking the Lord to show me the blessing of being a mom. Mm-hmm. And, like, my whole life is so different now. Like, even this morning, the the silliest things. Like, my kids both walked in the room so they could talk to me. And it was like, I looked at them and, like, I see them with, like, a different lens. Like, mm-hmm. they look different to me suddenly. They're the same two kids, but suddenly I see their faces. Yeah. And suddenly I... I like recognize how lucky I am. Yeah. Like if you feel exhausted or you feel like your life isn't fulfilling, like ask the Lord to show you how fulfilling it really is. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also we have to look at how much, how much internalized feminism we have. Yeah. Again, like you said, and, growing up in our generation, even the generation before us, like I've talked to um, an older woman who, who talks about this in particular mm. she's um probably in her 50s or 60s but she talks about how you know in their generation i mean this was th- like this was the message yeah you know and so i think that our generation is just reaping what was sown there mm-hmm. um you know where in order to be fulfilled you have to be out of your home yeah um, you know women so many women in the 50s were on antidepressants and yeah. So, according to Betty Friedan, success would be women not on antidepressants. Look at the amount of antidepressants we're on now. Look at the amount of antidepressants yeah. women in our generation <clears throat> are on. Yeah. According to Betty Friedan, we still aren't satisfied. And we're yeah. the most liberated we've ever been. <laughs> quote, unquote. Yeah, yeah quote, unquote, liberated. Um, yeah, like you said, if... We're looking... The whole point is, oh is that you're looking for satisfaction in the wrong place yeah like when if you are a married woman with children yeah you are already satisfied mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. satisfaction is there like you have completed a command <laughs> yeah um and yeah. you are still ah! looking for oh more uh, i don't know what i'm trying to say but like the lord <laughs> The reason why you can't see satisfaction is because you still want to live like the world. Mm-hmm. The reason why you can't be at peace is because you're still feel, finding your calling in the world. Yeah. Um, Gosh. So, yeah, wrap it up. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so I think a lot of this has been to married women who have children yeah um and, and if you're not you should that should be a desire of your heart right it's not wrong to desire those things yeah you, yeah, you um, should it's natural or if you're a woman who is working a job and would like to be home with her children you know what are what are some ways that you can make that happen yeah. and and if it's that your husband doesn't want that for your family or don't or doesn't think that that is financially doable then maybe it's the standard of living that you guys want that mm-hmm. can be changed, you know, or 
pray that the Lord changes his heart. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sometimes the, our hearts don't match up on our husbands, and that's right. all we can do is pray right. that they would match and, either way. Yeah. <gasps> and this, you know, this season, like, we've talked about it, and it, it is glorious, and there is so much good. Doesn't mean there aren't hard days. Doesn't mean that it doesn't take a whole lot of sacrifice. Yeah. Um, easy, easy, easy. But, um, but you know what it does mean is that um it's worth it yeah it's worth it because again you're you're dealing with eternity you'll pay yeah you'll pay you only live for eternity you guys yeah so So, what steps are we taking to get there yeah and you know this is a season i'm at home with my children for a season and that may be a long season but there's going to be a time long enough right like there's going to be a time probably when um you know i i have a full-time job maybe again um lord willing if we're here i hope i hope never i never want to work again (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so yeah Um, i've already i've already put in my request with the man of the house please please don't make me work anymore yeah (laughs) yeah so but i think this is also why like you said why i want to bake bread why i want to learn how to you know knit or crochet or do all those things i think there are so many ways in which women are gifted creatively and we're called to use those giftings and Mm -hmm. there's no reason for me not to yeah (laughs) like at this point i mean i we have resources like youtube where you can go on or go to an older woman in your church say women around you your grandma my grandparents taught my grandma's taught me how to sew and knit yeah my mother-in-law does canning like we do canning together and that's awesome a book taught me how to make bread yeah right like i have (laughs) yes and yeah i don't know anyway i think like you said i i would never say a woman's place is in the home necessarily like that's the only place that she can be i don't think it's a sin for you to work outside of your home because the proverbs 31 woman did yeah um but everything should be aimed at the people in your care um and how you bless them yeah so there you go anyway well we didn't talk in the last episode about like our emerging things know we like did. that Oops, we, were we were just too roll. excited to get <laughs> yeah. back going anyway we were we were rolling so anyway um we got merch yeah on our instagram page hit yeah. it up yep um we've had some people who've uh received their shirts and that's super exciting so Yay. if you have comments questions concerns uh topics that you would like discussed um please let us know yeah let us know <laughs> email us well dang it i was gonna say let us know what your would you rather answer would be but that um, was on the last episode so or yeah or you could send us some would you rather we'll answer Ooh, them that would be yes, really fun that would be super well, fun send us let's some do that would you rather i i love like questions like that um yeah so yeah all right oh, well, at on the way out pod at gmail.com yes on um, the way out pod. yeah we'll catch you next week Emma, can you say don't bye? know what we're gonna do but we about to buy some microphones for more guests. Say bye. Say deuces. She's That's her. Out. Yep. <laughs> okay. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye.